You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 37. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey creatives, happy September. For those of you who are weekly listeners of my podcast, I want to thank you for your patience as I took two weeks off because we bought a house and moved. And for anyone else out there who's ever bought a house and moved all within a 30-day period, you know exactly how exhausting that is. But we are in a fantastic new house. The global headquarters of Rock That Creative Job has now moved and we are ready to get things rolling for the fall. And today, I want to talk to you about rewriting your creative career story. One of the things that I talk to a lot of clients about is that just because you've experienced something in your career doesn't mean you need to repeat it exactly to your audience. Creatives often labor under the delusion that whatever we've experienced is the exact story we always need to tell. But we have the most potential of any industry to rewrite our stories to help us get where we actually want to go in our careers. But before we get into this awesome topic, if you've been enjoying my podcast, please consider subscribing and sharing the show with your creative friends. And if you have a minute, please rate the show in whatever platform you're listening on because it helps me show up in the podcast search. That way, other awesome creatives like you can get the career support they need. I also want to invite you to be one of the founding members of my Rock That Creative Job community. I'm building out all kinds of amazing creative career support, content, and tools over the next several months. And I want to be sure that you're on the journey with me so you can get the exclusive previews, the member discounts, and you can help me shape the tools that I create so they are the most helpful for you. And it's always important to mention that I will not blow up your inbox with a ton of annoying emails every week. I will not follow you around on the web like some weirdo cyber stalker. And I will never, ever sell your information to anyone else. This membership is simply so I can get to know you better and support you more effectively in your creative career. So let's dig into rewriting your career story. Because we all want to craft a narrative that paves the way to the dream jobs that we have in our heads and the places we want to go in the future in our careers. But that means your career story isn't just a historical record of your past experiences. It needs to be a powerful tool that helps to shape your future. One way to think about this is a movie script. The way you tell the story impacts how others perceive you, what opportunities will come your way, and ultimately the success you will achieve in your career. There's a few areas of consideration when you are thinking about your career story. The first one is aligning with your goals. As you evolve personally and professionally, your career goals are going to shift. And rewriting your narrative allows you to align your past experiences with your current aspirations. So that ensures that your story points toward the future that you desire and that you deserve. And I can give you an example from my own experience. When I was a professional graphic designer early on in my career, I never thought that I would want to go into management. And in my senior design role, I had the opportunity to lead projects and manage the work of junior designers. And I thought, 
that that was actually pretty great. And I really enjoyed it more than I anticipated. So I had to recraft my narrative to talk about my leadership skills and to include that experience because I realized that putting myself out there for leadership positions wasn't just about my design skills and my technical proficiency and my conceptual abilities. It was about more of a team dynamic than it had been in the past. So as I told stories in interviews and I discussed my work, I highlighted the ways that I was able to help others move through these projects instead of just the ways that I moved through them on my own. And if you're not someone that wants to go into management, that is completely fine. This example is just to show you how we need to rethink what we're saying to our audience to make sure that it aligns with where we want to go. Because if we're just selling things as factual information, it's not going to connect with them on the level that we want it to. And it's not going to get us to the place that we eventually want to be. The second thing you want to consider is highlighting your strengths. Now, this is probably very obvious to you because this is every career counseling conversation where someone tells you, well, what are your strengths? Let's put those on your resume. Let's highlight your skills. But every person, especially every creative person, has a very unique set of strengths, skills, and qualities. And a well-crafted career narrative lets you emphasize those attributes and makes you stand out. So whatever strengths you highlight, those should be ones that are required in the jobs that you're going for. So if the role that you're looking to move into is something where collaboration or project management is really a focus because you will be leading a team or you will be leading work streams, you want to make sure that you're focusing on those maybe even a little bit more than just your creative skills. Our strengths will always change through the course of our creative careers because we're going to encounter new and different projects and we're going to encounter different experiences and we're going to have to solve different challenges. And sometimes we develop strengths that we didn't even know we had. And we always want to make sure that those strengths that we're highlighting are relevant to the audience. We want to think about what they would like to see and align ourselves to that instead of just listing off all of the things that we know we're good at and that we've been good at for years and years because some of those might not be related to where you're going. So if you're a graphic designer and you're amazing at production work, but you don't really enjoy production and you want to move past that and you want to get into more of a conceptual realm, don't highlight your technical proficiency in production. If we do what we've always done, we're going to get what we've always gotten. And so I want to make sure that we're aware of how these strengths change and the fact that we need to reorganize our resumes and we need to maybe tell the story a little bit differently. And the third area you want to consider when you're rewriting your career story is how you approach challenges. Revisiting your accomplishments and the way you approach creative problems or challenges and framing them in a different and maybe more positive way can not only boost your self-confidence, but it also influences the decision makers that you're trying to reach. And it shows them how to perceive you. Because if you're someone who has a range of different experiences and maybe some of them are less enjoyable, it's okay to leave out certain things that you know aren't going to make you seem like the 
person that they want in that role. It's fine to not tell every single detail to every single person. You want to edit and curate your story so that you're highlighting the types of challenges that you might encounter in this particular role or with this particular client. You want to pick your stories. You want to make sure that your audience sees you as someone that is motivated and excited to contribute to their organization in a way that's unique and can only come from you. And the way to do that is to make sure that you are really thinking about how to frame the experiences that you've had so that that audience understands how it can help them in the future. So now that you understand the importance of what to think about when you're rewriting your career story, I want to talk about the process of crafting a narrative that actually sells your attributes in a way that aligns with your future desires. There are eight areas you want to consider. The first thing you really need to do is reflect on your creative career journey. You want to begin by taking a step back and reflecting on where you've gone so far. What have your major milestones been? What have your major achievements been? And like we just talked about, what were the challenges you encountered? What skills have you developed along the way? Try and identify any themes or patterns, because if you're able to string this story together in a cohesive way, so it flows from one experience to the next, and it shows your audience how you're taking those learnings and actually using them in your next client project or your next job, that's going to show them that you are ready for more growth and that they can continually depend on you to come up with new and unique ways to solve their business problems and to deal with things that are unexpected that we all know happen in the creative work that we do. The second thing you want to do is you want to define your future goals. You want to have a clear idea of where you want to go. What is your ultimate dream job? What do you want to achieve in the next three, five, 10, maybe 20 years? Having a clear vision of where you want to go is going to help you reshape this narrative accordingly. You need to know what you're trying to solve for in order to be able to solve it. And we all know if you start a project without a brief and a clear idea of the goal, it is increasingly more difficult as you move forward with the work. So make sure you're thinking about where it is you want to end up before you start to rewrite the narrative. Because those patterns that we just talked about will start to emerge if you're thinking about how they relate to your future. And this brings us to number three, which is identifying your unique attributes. All creatives are different. You are the only person who thinks and sees the world in the way that you do. So you want to think about what really sets you apart from others in your field. Are you a problem solver? Are you a more conceptual thinker? Are you an amazing communicator? Are you an empathetic leader? You want to weave these into your answers for those behavioral questions. When you're asked, tell me about a time when you had a difficult client or tell me about a time when you had a tight deadline you had to meet or tell me about a time when you were clear on the goal of the project, but you had to move forward anyway. All of those questions can include your unique attributes. And again, it's that pattern recognition. Humans and bots are both trained to recognize patterns. So if you are a great communicator, and that is one of your top skills that sets you apart from others, you want to talk about your communication style in all of these examples. But being able to identify those attributes before you start to craft your answers to these questions, that's going to help you hit those high notes multiple times so that your interviewer or your audience or your potential client sees you as someone 
who is either empathetic or conceptual or a great problem solver or an amazing communicator or whatever it is that you want to convey. They are going to get the message the more you repeat this. And the fourth thing that directly connects to this one is being able to craft a compelling storyline. Your career story should always have a beginning and middle and end, just like a movie, just like a novel. You want to make sure you start with the relevant things that happened in your early experiences. You want to build up to the present time, and then you want to project into the future. Using storytelling techniques will make your narrative more engaging and relatable. And it helps people see how you might fit into their organization. If you are looking to get into a specific role, and that directly relates to everything you're experiencing currently and in your past. So being able to connect that and think about it as a story, that is often an easier way to do this. Because if you know the story, you can explain in more detail certain segments of it, but you have to have the outline first. It's just like writing a book. You always want to know where the character needs to end up. And this is what we want to do with our career stories as well. The fifth thing you want to consider, highlighting your achievements and your growth. You don't want to shy away from showcasing achievements, no matter how small they are. And be honest about the challenges you've faced and the lessons you've learned, because growth and resilience are very attractive qualities. And people want to know that when things don't go your way, or when projects get flipped upside down, or when timelines get moved, you are not going to be someone that freaks out or panics or freezes. So don't feel like you have an enormous ego if you're talking about awards you've won, or if you're talking about successes that you've had with client projects. We as creatives are not very good at this. We feel like the work should speak for itself, but it doesn't because a lot of the people that we are interviewing with or talking to are not creatives and they don't see the nuances and the time that was put into the work that we've done. So we have to share that with them verbally. We have to be clear and we have to explain why something is valuable and how we got to that end result. So once you've got this outline and you're ready to start thinking about how to put it into practice, you want to share it with someone. Maybe it's a trusted friend. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's a career coach like me. You want to make sure you get feedback that can help you refine and perfect your narrative. And sometimes it's great to share it with people that don't know anything about creative, because as you're talking about things, you'll be able to gauge if you're going into too much detail that alienates your audience if they're not on the creative side, or if you're just being way too vague and they don't understand what you're talking about. And this brings us right into number seven, which is we have to practice telling our career stories until it becomes second nature. Because whether it's job interviews or just a casual conversation with someone that you happen to meet through a mutual acquaintance, being able to articulate your narrative confidently so that it showcases your value is the most critical part. You can say a thousand great things about yourself, but if you don't practice it so that it feels comfortable coming out of your mouth, it's going to be difficult to engage when you are a little bit nervous about the conversation. So being able to practice this with people that you are very comfortable around, that you aren't nervous around, that know you, that understand you, that see where you want to go, that have seen your career, that have watched you grow, that is a great way to be able to understand where the gaps might be and where you need to perfect your pitch. And the last one, number eight, is perhaps the most important, and that is always be authentic. When you're crafting your creative career story, just remember that you are one of one. 
you are the only person who can tell this story. And authenticity resonates with people and it helps build those genuine connections and relationships that we want because that's how we get job opportunities. That's how we get new clients. That's how we get promotions. You want to be real all the time. Don't pretend that you're someone you're not because you think you need to show up in a certain way. We often have this delusion that we need to be a specific person for others to respect us or for others to pay attention to us. But truly, all we need to be is ourselves. So if you're able to be comfortable with that pitch and make it feel like you and make it feel easy, like it's a conversation with a friend, when you go into an interview situation or a screening call or a client pitch, you're going to have no problem saying all of these great things about yourself because it's going to feel like second nature. It's not going to feel like you're a weird, sleazy salesperson that's trying to coerce someone into something they don't want. Everyone that talks to you about your career is interested to know if that's going to help them in some way with a business goal. So remember, you are extremely valuable and you are the only person who can do what you do and the only person who sees the world in the way that you do. Being authentic is the number one way to showcase yourself as a unique and valuable person. You don't want to copy others because that's not going to come across as authentic when you stumble over your words and you're trying to remember how someone else did it because you want to copy that because they had a certain success. It's not where you want to go because people recognize it when you're comfortable. And when you're comfortable, they're comfortable. And when they're comfortable, they want to spend more time with you, which means possibly hiring you or working directly with you or promoting you so you have more responsibility. So just know that your career story is a dynamic, ever-evolving script that you have the power to rewrite and refine whenever you want. And as you continue to grow and pursue your dreams, you want to revisit this narrative regularly to ensure that it remains aligned with your aspirations. Because you'll not only sell your attributes effectively, but you'll also inspire others with your journey of transformation and success. And if you're struggling to figure out what that story is, this is my specialty. I help creatives all over the world figure out what that career narrative is and what people would want to see from them. So if you don't know how to quite get to the next level, if you don't know how to transition to a different creative discipline, if you don't know how to get that promotion and how to start selling yourself as someone who can do more work and be more responsible for things than they are right now, I want you to contact me because we can work together to figure this out. I have so many successful creatives that I've worked with who have had aha moments once we work together and unearth all of these amazing things. And then they feel more comfortable with it, which means they can sell it more easily, which means they get the jobs they want. And I want to see you do that too. So please contact me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can send me an email at rockthatcreativejob at gmail. You can follow me on LinkedIn, send me a message there, or you can follow my Instagram feed and send me a message there as well. And don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast if you're enjoying it. And thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>